Hey, Marcus. Yes. Do you like ice cream? I did. Yeah, me too. A little uh, too much. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, do you like movies? Yes, I do. Let's move this microphone. All right. Do you ever smoke PCP? No. Hi, Doug. This is Zebras in America, episode 103. Yep. Can you believe that? I can't, but I also can. It's, yeah, it's like both. Yeah. I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm both surprised at everything and also not surprised at everything. I'm kind of that way, too. Or like someone be like, oh, what would, what would I tell you if A? Be like, oh, that's, that, okay. You know, like you ever run into someone in a random ass place? You ever run into someone in a foreign country or in a different state or, you know, at a at a book opening? You ever did you ever done that? I have all of the yeah. Especially in another country. I actually have Yeah. That's or, weird. Or you go to a party and it turns out someone you didn't expect is friends with someone else. Of course. Oh, of course. All and the time. someone will go, isn't that so wild? I'm like, not really. Yeah. When you put the pieces together, it's like, no. It's like, yeah. I can't believe that we ran into each other. They're like, well, we both like mass mocha. Yeah. Whatever, dude. <laughs> it just reminded me, there's, I have a, of the three live performances Boards of Canada did, one of their live performances, you can hear the crowd clearly in the background. And then there's this these two like English people speaking, and this guy's like, "Oh, can't believe you're here! What are you doing here?" And then, like the woman's like, "What do you mean? What I'm doing here? What I'm here to listen to Boards of Canada." It's like, you know, fair enough. He was so like, "Yeah, I it's don't like, know what that was. why? Why are you? What are you doing at this concert to hear the band?" Yeah, it's like, why wouldn't <clears throat> you? Like, duh. Yeah. It's like, oh. It, yeah, it's, it, if you run to someone at a restaurant and it's like, oh, do you like the food here? Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So why I went here. Yeah. Why else would you be at a Boards of Canada? Boards of Canada are such a weird band. They are. That you really, that you really just have to like them. Sure. Why you? I I, I couldn't imagine a a a, a random fan. Going like someone that's not a fan Agreed. going to them. Agreed. You know what band's really good that I didn't really know about until until I met Saskia. Who? Uh, broken social scene. Oh, they're awesome. So good. I learned but about I them. Really know. They they're all over. I want to say they either they did the soundtrack or they provided music that uh, Half Nelson a lot like half of the music in that movie Half Nelson is Broken Social Scene. And that's how I got put onto that. That movie's about a broken social scene. <laughs> sure. No, the movie is about a broken dude. Yeah, he is. How, that director did some other movies. Ryan Fleck, uh, Sugar. Yeah. Oh, I think it. Well, it that was just him. But after a while, he started directing. With, I believe it was either his wife, or someone. But yeah, they did Sugar. They did that movie where Zach Galifianakis is in the uh, mental institution. It's like a light comedy, light, dark comedy. Um, what? It's um, and what, what It's kind of a funny story or yes, something? Yes, yeah, something like that, something like that. That, yeah. Movie's, yeah. that movie's really sad because... I never saw it, actually. Well, I, I grew up... It's based off of a book. Mm. And I grew up with the writer of that book... And it's about mental health, and he he took his own life. Oh man! So, and I wasn't very close with him. I knew his. I I know his little brother. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We just. I just. Just sort of. If you grow up in a similar neighborhood, you know of somebody. You know what yeah. I mean. But yeah, half Nelson Sugar. It's kind of a funny story. Mississippi Grind and uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. That, oh, jeez. So yeah, we just yeah. somehow forgot. Right. I I was thinking of Marvel movie. I just didn't know what. But yo, there you people go. hate Captain Marvel. They do. But it's just so strange. Do you just hate it because you love superhero movies, but you hate Captain Marvel? I wonder why. They don't hate Captain Marvel. They hate Al. Uh, oh, oops. Brie Larson, not Allison Brie. Wow. Brie Sorry. Allison Brie. That's that's a she's she's a celebrity crush. 
She kills it on Glow. It's a great show. Yeah, she's she's really she's really wonderful. Yeah. And so we so about six months ago, seven months ago, this very strange picture shows up on the internet. I think it was before. I think it was 2018. I think you're right. It was, it was 2018. 2018. But yes, So in 2018, a picture of John Travolta in a Hawaiian shirt. With a bull, bullish with, with, cut. With a, no, with a bullet. Yeah, a bullet. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar, a bullet is a bowl in the front, a mullet in the back. Right. Glasses and gray hair. And looking... Agitated and confused walking down the street with a backpack on. Yes. Yeah. And I just got sent a picture of director John Wilson with... Former with, guest of the show. Former guest of the show with AOC. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for y'all who don't speak squad. Okay. What? So there... So this this picture shows up on the internet. And sometimes this happens. Like there's a picture... Of the guy that played Harry Potter wearing, you know, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Where he's wearing fuzzy slippers. Oh, and with two guns. two guns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sometimes you'll see a picture and you'll be like, I, I want more context or yeah. I don't want more context. Or they almost made a, they almost made a movie of Lupita Nyong'o and uh, Rihanna based off of a picture. They did, yeah. And did they did it ever? I don't no. think, but no. they... Um, the actress who writes and stars in Insecure, mm-hmm. Issa Rae, Issa Rae mm-hmm. started writing a script for that. Mm-hmm. All based off of a picture. That's just the world we live in. Mm-hmm. So we're like, why is John Travolta looking like that? And then you're like, oh, what's going on? And then you read, then I sent you this article. I'm like, yo, Fred Durst, who's already, who's already made a couple movies. Yeah. He, and he... Directed almost all of those Limp Bizkit videos. Right. Was making a movie loosely based off of his experiences as a famous person. Yeah. Like, what? <coughs> what? There's this movie and Devin Sawa is playing him, except he's a horror actor. Yeah. And then, and then John Travolta is playing this character who's obsessed with him and things mm-hmm. go bad. Yes. And the movie was called Moose. And I was like, okay, bookmark this in my brain. I'm going to watch this movie when it comes out. Then you hear nothing about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I texted you, I think, last week. Yeah. I was like, yo, that John Travolta Fred Durst movie is out. It's on demand. And it's called The Fanatic now. Yeah, I think I, I forgot all about it until you I was like, oh yeah, shit, that movie. Yeah. And as I've said on the podcast a lot, is that recently I've just had a little more difficulty enjoying movies. I really feel it's starting to change because I least enjoyed, I did enjoy Joker and I'm going to wait to explain the fanatic, but <laughs> you and I are going to see the new Assayas movie soon, and yeah. and I'm very excited to see Jojo Rabbit. There's a yeah. bunch of there's a bunch of movies coming out. Um, I'm actually excited to see the sequel to Zombieland. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. And I actually heard the Goldfinch was actually was actually good. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. That was a movie that I thought was going to be huge because the book was bigger than life. And right. <coughs> so there's a bunch of things. I, I'm really excited to see The Irishman. Mm-hmm. It's getting very good reviews. Except for some reason, Action Bronson, who I guess appeared in the movie... One, one scene. ...wore a t-shirt and shorts to, to the New York Film Festival. He, he certainly did. Pictures on the net to to prove it. You know, I'm not... I'm not trying to judge too much, but... If you were in a Martin Scorsese movie... 
Do you think maybe you'd at least wear a button-down shirt? Absolutely. My nicest... I would... Are you kidding just, me? I'd buy a suit. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 would, I would get a suit tailored. Yeah. Jackson Bronson can afford that. Yeah, he's, he has way more money than I do, I'm sure. Than I do also. And... I don't know. That's just yeah. an interesting move. But anyway... Anyways, uh, so much like Martin Scorsese, he made a film called Taxi Driver. And let me tell you guys, the fanatic is Fred Durst's Taxi Driver. It is. And if I can... if This, this is, in my opinion, top three John Travolta best, best performance. It's cathartic. You, you do? Yeah. You I think it's one of those cases where he gave it his all, but I think have, he shouldn't have. You're going to have to work with me here, because I, okay. I, as you see, look how many notes sure. I have. Right. So you have, let me, let me explain. So first, a little background for you guys, and I, I'm going to guess there's spoilers. Yeah. It's $3 on YouTube, and I think it's worth it. Yeah. So, in the movie... John Travolta plays a character named Moose, who I think is on the spectrum. He's a film mega fan. He he does this thing where he plays a, a famous sort of like constable for money. You know how in Times Square people dress up as Elmo and stuff sure, for sure. money? Mm-hmm. Apparently they do that in L.A. as well. Mm-hmm. And he does that and is picked on by the people there and... Not that much different than the Joker. No. Well, we were going to do an episode comparing the two, but then we realized that we had more... We had a lot of... That just made more sense to do two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's a different sort of thread here that I think is worth extrapolating a mm-hmm. bit. And he, he, he chases for people's autographs. And he's obsessed with this film actor, Hunter Dunbar, some played by Devin Sawa. And he, there, the movie starts with a voiceover, which you said was very similar to Knight of Cups. Yeah, the whole movie beginning reminded me of Knight of Cups, just like downtown LA, mm-hmm. very Malicky in voiceover. Yeah, and first I, I'm not. Kidding or exaggerating? I thought I rented the wrong movie for a second. I was like, right. "Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. what?" Because you're because you're you realize that Fred Durst clearly has good taste, better taste than you to some might, degree. Yeah, than you might assume from his music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which we'll get into that. I think I think it would be very difficult to to discuss this movie without discussing his music career. It would be interesting to not to, but I don't... Right, but I just, no, he'd make... I mean, we can't not, because he references it in the fucking movie. Which was funny. And also, the first scene... The first scene of non-voiceover is Moose goes to a comic book shop, mm-hmm. sort of hobby shop, to get to get some cool stuff to get signed, because he's hoping to meet Dunbar. Mm-hmm. And the first the first sentence is... You got Martin Sheen's autograph on a Badlands poster, so I thought the the references to Malik are aware. Yes, because he collects autographs, so the the comic book shop guy is trying to get a copy of Martin Sheen signing. Yeah, <clears throat> and like I was explaining to you, I, I feel I, every time I tell people this, that not everybody knows this, but to even go a little further deep into Malik, John Travolta and Terrence Malik are, are pretty good friends, actually. And Terrence Malick was just a big fan of John Travolta. He wanted him to be in Days of Heaven, not Richard Gere, but the studio wanted Richard Gere. Terrence Malick almost stepped away and didn't want to direct Days of Heaven, but because of contractual stuff, like he couldn't. And then that's why John Travolta shows up in Thin Red Line. That was a little nod back to them wanting to work together on Days of Heaven, and that's why he cast John Travolta in Thin Red Line. So Malick and Travolta have quite have a little bit of history. So And... Is is Malik's movie coming out this year? I don't know. I I do need to find out because I'm. It's we're getting towards the end of the year, and I got to shape up my 
my, my, my favorites of the year. And if it comes out next year, then it don't count. So. Yeah, I need to see a couple <coughs> movies more to see. Mm-hmm. I'm, I need to check. I, I heard good things about The Souvenir. It's so good. It's, I've heard, it's really, really I've good. heard mixed things about that Aquafina movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. The Farewell. There were a couple movies, like Ashes, Purest, White, and stuff like that, that I never got a chance to mm, see. Mm-hmm. But is The Lighthouse coming out this year? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about The Lighthouse. I'm excited about... You should be. Lighthouse is... The Lighthouse is a fun... For, for a movie that has its <clears throat> moments of, like, terrifying, like, jolting kind of whoa, like... For most of the movie, Willem Dafoe is pretty funny in it. He's 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 the comic relief in in, in the movie. Interesting. Yeah, and, and obviously, Vitch was. Uh, it's not really not a comedy in that one. No, but can't but, it, but like, it was it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited about that. Uh, we I'm excited about Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. which I guess is a sequel to Jojo Dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. No, I couldn't. So you start with this thing. And Hitler, I'm going to light you on fire, Jack. That's what Richard Pryor would say to Hitler before he lit Hitler on fire. Like he did himself in Jojo Dancer. Sorry. Yeah, so, so Moose is obsessed with this horror actor played by Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. Who... So he gets this leather vest to get signed from Devin Sawa's character who is who is doing a, a signing at the comic book store. Yeah. And for whatever reason he's unable to do it and Moose tries to to meet him in the back alley to get a signature. And you know Devin Sawa's character is not a nice person. Mm. I was hoping we would get into this. No, I think a big part of that movie is just about you get like celebrities getting caught at like the wrong time because you're leaving out a big part. John Travolta's character, this guy Moose, yes, catches Devin Sawa's character when he's in the middle of a dispute with his ex-wife over who's gonna like look after their son for the weekend. So if you're dealing with that and some annoying person comes up to you while you're still in mid conversation no, with your ex-wife about your son. I would be a dickhead too. Like, dude, that's, get the fuck out of here. That's totally true. But the way he talks to him about it, threatening to threatening to stick a gun up his ass. No, that was the second time. That's no, the no, thing. He, he threatens to shoot him the first time as well. I'm not mad at that. I I hear you. I'm not mad. At I that. hear you, but you could you could sort of show. You could see that this dude clearly has some mental illness and. True, but also it didn't. It escalated to that. The first thing he said, he was just like, "Hang on a second. That's one. Right, right. Then the second time, when his wife finally drives away, he's like, "Yo, man, learn some manners." That's number two. And then John Travolta, like, so you keep, like, I, I, I you're not, what you're not saying is totally wrong. But I do you get. We also have to remember, it's not even forget just that this is semi autobiographical from Fred Durst's perspective. Any celebrity is going to be way more sympathetic towards that. And I think he was just trying to show the levels of just like, hey man, just one second, or hey man, learn no, some that, manners. That and part, then that you keep pushing back. Finally, it's like, yo, I'm going to fucking shoot you. No, like, you're, I hear you. That part <laughs> I agree with. And I'm not taking Moose's side. I know you're not. I, I know. I know. But there's also stuff where. He's being weird with playing metal music for his son, and he's having an affair with his housekeeper. He is. He is. Oh, you but know, is, is you it, know what? I don't know if it's an affair. He's not married. You know he's divorced. You know You're right. You're right. Because he's actually nice to the gardener. Yeah. And he's actually nice to his son. Yes, that's it's a, it's a it's a. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He's not very nice to Moose. He's not. He's not. And he will later in the movie. Spoiler alert shoot off his hand yeah. and stab out his eye. Yeah. But I understand that. After being tied up in his own house. Right. And, yeah. Right. So that's well, self-defense to the 10th degree. Yes. So when, when Moose doesn't get his autograph, there's this other thread where he's best friends 
with this young woman who does the voiceovers. Yes. Who is also like she's kind of a paparazzi person. She's no, she's stuff. not kind of. She's a yes, paparazzi. Yeah, yeah, sure. And she gives him this app where you can find out famous people's homes. Yes. So he goes to try to write a letter. That's when Devin Sawa threatens to shoot him up the butt. Yeah. And then he comes back another time. And And going back to the whole thing, the weird stuff with the housekeeper, he didn't, well, without, subconsciously to some degree he did, but he didn't use his power over her to get more of what he wanted. It's like he tries to kiss her and she doesn't want to and he's just like, no, 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 you're right. It's not like, hey, if you don't kiss me, this is going to happen. Like he, no, you're pointing, he's a very human You're pointing out stuff that I wasn't thinking about and I appreciate that and that's why I like having conversations. Sure. Because you're like, okay. And I you thought know. Devin Sa was really good in this. He's yes. Um, Please don't take away the thing I'm really looking forward to say. So oh sure. Um, one thing that I want to say about the movie is that Devin Sawa mm-hmm. is the actor that played Stan in the Eminem. Oh fuck! I didn't even. You God didn't? Damn. No, Seriously? I literally. No, I'm. I'm dead. So I'm not even gonna try to lie. I that was because I try not to think about Eminem. I don't care okay. how big he right. I, I so, blocked but, Eminem out, but, but shit. But pause. That's a whole thing. Pause, pause. I don't know. Devin Sawa played Stan in the music video for Stan by yeah. Eminem. Yeah. The word which has become its own word yes. for, for standing someone. Yes. In the video or the song, if you haven't heard that song, I'm surprised, but it's, it's Mark the 45 King made the beat. He did sampling Dido yeah. and it's about this fan who keeps on trying to reach this artist Eminem yeah. and gets increasingly increasingly unstable and eventually murder suicides his pregnant girlfriend yeah so and I'm sure Fred Durst did this on purpose yeah that he had Devin Sawa the actor who played Stan yeah. be the actor that is getting accosted by a Stan, played yes. by Moose, which is also interesting because where Fred Durst and Eminem started off as friends... I was just going to... Yeah, and uh, not so much. Anymore. Eminem sort of had a way to distance himself from all white rappers. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Because back then, there, were, there was less room for white rappers. <laughs> yeah, you wanted but, to carve your own pet. But also... Now, Post Malone is the most famous rapper. And does, is that even rap? I thought he sings. I don't know. I, I pref- mean, people are I've, calling Lizzo a rapper, and it's like, huh? That's just racist. And, and incorrect and wrong and everything. Yeah, Lizzo is an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with the whole white rap... Go back to the whole white... I can wh- see the, the rap thing, too. I, I can't. Thing, but... Anyway, but to me, she she gets enough. She she's, she's enough. very popular. With the white rapper thing, though, what was also there were all there were also like pockets of certain white rappers that did kind of kick it together. I mean, obviously, Necro and Ill Bill are related, but then there's like Mr. Hyde, and then like you know, <clears throat> you had the like Haystack. No, you had like the Ari the Rugged Man. Uh, you know, was cool with Cage and High and Mighty. But then as things started to get, you know, like a guy like R.A., who, in my opinion, kind of set that whole thing off. There was a period where once Eminem and those like Eminem, Cage, Necro, when those guys came out. It was all this like they took from the R.A., former guest, guest of the show. Uh, they took from his playbook in that, oh, he's a crazy, crazy, you know, white boy rapper that doesn't give a shit. And that was such the vibe of Eminem when he first, well, when he first air quote came out. Necro Cage, like it was this whole thing. Like, if you were like a popular, successful white rapper, it was all about shock value, and it was also easy to steal from RA because he had been signed since the very early nineties. But Crustable he was shelved, dibs. Crustable yeah, dibs. crustified dibs, and he was shelved, but he was still in the industry and known in the industry. So people were like, hey, just be like this guy. And, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. So, yeah. I was thinking because I I've really been fiending for uncrustables this week. Okay, so that's why I said. Crustable dibs. Yeah. Sorry, Ari. Um, <clears throat> you know, when next time you're in town, let's get get you on again. Yeah, no, but he wants to be back on. This is crazy. I, I, I yo, can't I'm believe not you even, didn't no, make that connection, bro. I have my moments of just like airheadedness, and this is one of them. I, I, dude, dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> yeah. So Devin Sawa was also part of the Dell campaign. He was. Yeah, you don't remember, dude? You're getting a Dell. Yes. 
That wasn't that was, Devin Sawa? No, that was absolutely 1,000% not Devin Sawa. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. That guy was an actor. He was on an episode of Law & Order where he was like this ex-military guy who had PTSD. That wasn't Devin Sawa. You don't have to look it up. Oh, fuck. It wasn't Devin Sawa. Yeah, he's that guy. I don't know why I thought it was Devin Sawa. Yeah. Was Devin, Devin Sawa... was Casper. SLC Punk. Was he in Cruel Destination? No, Final Destination, the first one, yeah. He was in Final Destination. The first one, yeah. There's so many of those. It's hard to keep for, up. For a final. I know. Well, it's different people. Although that's not true. Uh, Allie Larder came back. She was in the first one. But yeah. Yeah. Um, shit. I can't, I've watched this fucking movie. Because whenever I rent something off YouTube, I try to get my money's worth. So I've watched this movie twice. So I had two opportunities to... Uh, like oh yeah he was staying in us in something about stalkers and it just went way over my 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 head yeah that was a yamaka thing because it went over your head son okay and i just yeah i just think it's like very interesting <laughs> that a new metal rapper former tattooist goes from being protege of corn protege of corn discovered by john davis of corn yeah <clears throat> became one of the most popular people in the year 2000. Yeah. Limp Bizkit was so huge. Yeah. Technically 99. 99, 2000. Yeah. I, I had dinner with the, with the bassist from Limp Bizkit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. He was went, he the guy that dressed all funny? That was no, the that was Wes Borland. Right, okay. Who, like, wanted to be... He wanted to be Mr. Bungle so bad. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Which is funny because we, we talked about Lovage last week. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a little causal thread is what they call it in the business, baby. Sure. So yeah, like this dude goes from directing stuff. I think he had a, he had a sex video leaked. They, he was, Limp Bizkit was signed to cash money. What? Yeah. When the fuck did that happen? Like last year, they just never put out a record. Oh, well, but they're okay. they're technically signed to Cash Money. Okay. And. All right. It's just very interesting that he directed all of his mu- all of their music videos. Mm-hmm. So, and I know some people liked his first movie. Mm. You like any of his movies? What What else did he do? Hold up, wait. He has a weird cameo in the movie, uh, this like anti, well, anti-terrorism kind of propaganda movie called Sorry Haters. He would be in a movie called Sorry Haters. Yeah. He also like brought back popularity of suicidal tendencies because on Mm. one of his songs from $3 Bill, y'all, he says, all I wanted was a Pepsi, suicidal tendencies, mama get me. Yeah. Funny. Um, the the basis for Metallica used to be in Suicidal Tendencies and he owns one of Jaco Pistorius's basses and Thundercat plays in Suicidal Tendencies uh-huh. I thought you'd be more impressed by that no I am I'm just so I'm still thinking about this whole stand how I didn't catch that no Thundercat is a very he's all over the place with the, with the folks he plays the Education of Charlie Banks. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. It wasn't bad. The Long Shots. Did not see that. He did an eHarmony commercial? Okay. Yeah, he did an eHarmony commercial. Nice. And and The Fanatic, nice. which I really would prefer to call Moose. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why they changed the name, because I think Moose... I think it's probably a marketing thing. Like, a movie like Moose, you can't... I mean, I think... People in the industry are aware, if you got this movie with John Travolta, like Moose, it just sounds like a joke. Whereas Fanatic fits the tone of the movie. And I I'm know, not mad at that. Oh, mad another that. movie I'm excited to see. Chainsaw and Bob, the reboot. Mm. Are you not excited? No. Really? No. I don't know what I'm, how I feel about Kevin Smith. I just don't... Zach and Mary, I, I rewatched <clears throat> Zach and Mary make a porno this, like, recently. It's better mm-hmm. than I remembered. Huh. I don't think I've seen that movie since it first came out. Jersey Girl is a better movie than it gets credit for. Again, I don't think I've watched that movie since 04. Tusk is rough. 
I didn't hate Tusk. I, I just said it's rough. Yeah. Yoga Hosers didn't was, see it. was I rough. Didn't see it. Red State was, was pretty, pretty good. Was pretty good. Yeah. Cop Out was okay. Cop, well, you know, there were a lot of issues with that movie, but given who was all in it, like that movie, unfortunately things happened, but if, if everything had gone right and perfectly, that movie should have been amazing. Just right. like, I mean, you're talking Tracy Morgan and, and Sean William Scott alone. Right. Then you have Bruce Willis. Like, that movie should have been great, I, I th- for what it was, like, within its lane. That I movie mean, I don't, think, I don't think Sean William Scott gets nearly enough credit. No, no, he doesn't. Because you know, you know how I feel about Southland Tales. Mm-hmm. But I also, I mean, we both love <clears throat> Goon. Yeah. And there's this new movie <clears throat> coming out where he's, like, a killer dad or something. What? Bloodline. Oh, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're trying to sell the crap out of that on yeah. my Instagram. Plus, yeah. That and the new Takashi Haki, Takahashi Miike movie. Takeshi Miike? Yes. Oh, yeah. They're oh, try- that played it tiff. Yeah, they're trying to it. make it like he's a new director. I'm like, dude, he did like 90-something movies. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's funny that they're like trying to make him like the new director. Yeah. But anyway, Kevin, Smooth was, Kevin Smith was trying to make a movie called Moose Jaws. Oh. Which was Jaws, but with a moose. Okay. Also, fun story. Um, Saskia and I, we sometimes vacation in in West Hampton. Mm-hmm. I mean, Northampton, excuse yeah. me. Okay. In Western Mass. 413. You ever been to Western Mass? I think so. Okay. I thought you lived in Norfolk. Sorry. I lived in a city near Norfolk when I went to college. No, I sent you that weird song where that dude was rapping about 513 or whatever. 513? <clears throat> I don't know. I sent you this video of, like, some dude from a, from a different part of Massachusetts. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Around where John Lurie is from. Yeah, that's, like, dead center. That's Worcester. Worcester. Okay. Nice. And so we 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 go to... Northampton, probably once a year. Nice. May go there for my birthday. And we went to a bar, and there was this gigantic animal head on the bar. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. I was like, and I went to the bartender, I was like, excuse me, what kind of animal is that on the wall? And she was mm-hmm. like, a moose. And then walked away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's just my story. And yeah, so moose keeps on going to visit. Devin Sawa's house and it and it just gets yeah. it just gets worse and worse. And then he accidentally murders Moose. Moose. Does. Moose yeah. accidentally murders the housekeeper. Yeah. And then drugs Devin Sawa. Yes. And just hangs out in his house. And like pretends they're having a sleepover. Pretends they're having a sleepover and takes selfies. That he that he posts to his Twitter. No, wait, we're getting this. No, we're getting these confused. That happened earlier in 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 the whole one hour. Full, yeah, okay, we got it mixed up a little bit. So earlier on in the movie, he's in their house while Devin Sawa's character, while uh, Dunbar and his son are there, and then right, Dunbar, he, aka Devin Sawa, he like falls asleep on the couch. And John Travolta gets behind him and like takes a picture right. and then posts the selfie on social on media. Social media. But later on, the the climax of the movie, he breaks back. No, into no, the no. House I'm not again. talking about that. I'm saying he drugs the... him two times. Oh, did I miss that? I thought he just fell I asleep. I thought he falls asleep because he puts barbiturates in there. Oh, I think you're right. I think. And, oh, I'm, oh, okay. You're and right. there's like all these incredible one-liners from John Travolta, like <laughs> yeah. he's rich but doesn't have ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So he like eats jelly like it's ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he just gets increasingly, increasingly unhinged. Yep. He gets he gets robbed by some people he works with. He take he beats them up. He starts he starts getting like starts doing his own like falling down sort of thing. Yes. There's a falling down aspect to this all. I mean, yes. Does it borrow motifs from all the things. movies you would expect? Yeah. Yes, and we will talk about them shortly. But I just thought it was a very interesting take on fame and and the stalker genre. Yeah. And he 
yeah, and then he goes full he goes full misery and ties up Dunbar. Yeah. Definitely misery. Yeah, and he really just wants an autograph. Yeah. And and yeah, and Devin Sawa's character gets free. By using an, an acting technique yeah. that, that he learned. He 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 in a way and I'm not gonna say hypnotizes <clears throat> But he kind of gets John Travolta to untie him and stuff, and yeah, yeah. And you talk talk for a second. Yeah, so they kind of break free. Uh, so Devin Sauer breaks free, and this is what I was alluding to earlier. In a, in a total move of self defense, a guy broke into your house and tied you up. Yeah, he stabs out John Travolta's eye. He gets hold of a shotgun. <clears throat> And shoots John Travolta's fingers off on, on, on his right hand. And that whole part of the movie, I thought it was <clears throat> it was weird, but in a good way. Because, like, he takes John Travolta out and he's just, like, he just kicks him out of the house. Like, it's, like, I don't, like he doesn't, it's not like he calls the cops and makes, like, a big scene. He just walks him through the house. He tortures him a little. Then he walks him through the and house. He, and he's he, just kind of like, get out. He stabs him in the face. Yes. Shoots his hand off. Yeah. And something that was super awesome is that you did a side by side, or, or no? Are we calling them slide by slides now? No, no, they're side by sides. No, it's just a joke. And I know, but yeah, uh, yeah. you did a side by side of that scene with Taxi Driver. Yeah, and Devin, up, Sa- like, Devin, yeah. Devin Sawa responded on Twitter. Yeah, and I thought he he just whenever every once in a while a filmmaker or an actor. We'll get a we'll see a side by side and they'll write they'll they'll do that caption of like, Oh, interesting, which is what Devin Sawa and then immediately I have to comment and be like, Look, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that it's similar, I'm not saying you're right, copying right. and I even said I enjoyed the movie and then he actually liked that comment, so that was so that was cool. And some of his followers uh liked it. Um side note, Devin Sawa is a good guy to follow on on, on Twitter. He's he's really good at the what the kids call clapback. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> very much he did this thing. He's uh, a couple, you know, years ago, years, couple weeks ago. He did one of those like repetitive tweets that people are like. There's no reason to own an AR-15. There's no reason to own an AR-15. And then this guy, some random guy, quoted the tweet and was like, "Who's Devin Sawa? Who's Devin Sawa? Who's Devin Sawa?" So then Devin Sawa quoted that tweet and was just like, "Ask your wife. Ask your wife. Ask your wife. Ask your wife." And oh, then nice. Like, oh shit. So yeah, but that's not. He's also a guy who like when. It seems like only older men have issue with Greta Thornburg. Like, Devin Sal will always call them out and be like, you know she's a 16-year-old kid. You're, like, 60 years old, and you just said you wanted to, like, strangle this kid. You know what I'm saying? Like he's very... Like I said, he, he has he has a good clap back on, on social media. Um, but anyway, but what, what were we talking about? You were like... Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, so he liked the movie comparison that I did. But that the other one I did didn't get as much traction. I could, I did another one where I compared it to uh, Nightcrawler, which I think these two movies go hand in hand. Really, absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna uh, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Definitely. No, I was um, just gonna say because Jake Gyllenhaal, slightly more composed, but he's not that far off from John Travolta's character to a certain degree. No, he's a psycho. He's just a little. He, he, he is, but he's a little more. Well, like he he's a psychopath. And I don't think Moose is a psychopath. I think Moose is ha, is dissociating. Yeah. And, sure. Sure. And ha, I believe has some sort of autism spectrum disorder. And also, I just I think it's important when discussing Greta Thunberg to also talk about Autumn Peltier because she's a First Nation young young woman who's doing similar similar stuff and and you know for some reason we sometimes forget about other heroes and Mm. and Mm -hmm. and i think i'm not trying to discount greta thunberg because i think she's doing incredible work and she sounds like bjork and i want to make a remix of what she says with bjork music but i also think she's doing like look climate science is complicated but the the earth definitely is having some issues and I think these young people who are saying stuff are great I just I think it's important that it's not just white voices that are being heard yeah I agree 
especially because I feel like, especially in America, there's a lot of issues with with indigenous people and what's going on with their land, and that comes from mm-hmm. an eco perspective and and a, a colonial perspective. Yeah. Like they're trying to build this gigantic uh, telescope in Hawaii over important sacred ground, and it's sort of like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. So, I'm glad that Devin Sawa is is defending people. Uh, going and back I to... think it's important to to sometimes remind people that Ryan Felipe has a Sean P tattoo on his arm. Of course he does. I wanted to say too, going back to this movie, also great runtime. It's like eighty something minutes. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. yeah. This is the perfect kind of Mo- movies like this should be an hour and forty. And I wonder too. To no, have 80, a movie 84 with, minutes is not even an hour. That's like less no, than an not, hour and a half. Less than 90 minutes, yeah. But it, it's like... I, I, the other thing, too, about this movie... This movie is no... It's like, oh, this movie's great. But it's not... When on paper, it's like, oh, Fred Durst associated with Limb Biscuit, who, you know, I'm just saying, for the most part, they're kind of looked at as a joke now. John Travolta, another guy who... He's a legend, but in these... Recently, he hasn't been doing anything... Legendary. He's another guy that's kind of a joke. And Devin Sal, who's at one point one of these like it kids, one of these like young actors who you know kind of didn't really do a whole lot. Them together in a movie, like it's easy to pick at this movie and kind of make fun of it. Like, oh, it's all these essentially like some degree like has beens. And I think <laughs> I also think that Fred Durst is very aware that of what people think of Fred. That's Durst. what I'm saying. He ha- he has to be. Yeah, he doesn't. Not everyone is self aware. True. And I think if they, the thing is like it's very easy to be like, oh, this movie sucks. Exactly. But I actually don't think it does. No, it no, it absolutely doesn't. I'm not saying it's a five star movie. I don't know if it's in my top ten of the year. But no. the, but like it's it's bizarre movie and it's odd. But then all those things in a good way, like it's bizarre right. and odd, like in a good way. Like I'll just put it to you like this. I don't, not, not at all that I feel like it was a waste paying the three bucks to stream it from YouTube. I thought it was money well spent. It's yeah. a fun movie to watch. I'll tell you this much too. So Friday evening, my fiance went to sleep like on the earlier side. And then Saturday morning, she went to get her hair done and I took a while. So both of those times when I watched this movie and then when she came home Saturday after getting her hair done, I was like... Oh, I I rented that movie, uh, Fanatic, with John Travolta. And she's like, and you didn't watch it? You watched it without me? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's definitely the kind of thing like you'd want to watch with, with a group of folks. It's kind of a, it, it's a fun movie. Yeah, because there's a lot of... There's fun a lot in parts. Of, Other parts, it's just fucking dark. It's dark, but there's, there's, there's some quality one-liners, and it's definitely like, it's... I don't think it's on purpose, but it's definitely no. like a cult film... Waiting to happen. Yes, but I don't think I don't think he was doing this thing where people try to make cult films. That's also that's true. Not that's how also true. It fucking works. Agreed. Sorry, Charlie. Agreed. Yeah. That's actually how someone text broke up with me one time. It's like, sorry, Charlie. Oh, what the? F- oh. I mean, there yeah. was there was more context to it, but I was like, I just realized, like, we weren't we weren't. Boyfriend, girlfriend, we were just like sort of getting to know each other, and then all of a sudden, hangouts were happening less and less. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I think something's going on." Yeah. Um. But, and then one thing that I didn't buy is that Moose gets away scot free. Yeah. And <clears throat> and Devin Sawa's character gets arrested for the murder of of the housekeeper. Right. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah, which is really fucked up and a little unexpected. I mean, I did at some point. <clears throat> you don't just kill. I was hoping, and they didn't. I mean, it came back. It was like, so what? The maid just gets killed, and we're not, we're not going to ever address this again. Like, this is going to come I was up surprised. somehow. Yeah. But then I was like, oh damn, that's like that ending sucked with me. It's like, damn, he was he didn't technically do anything wrong, and you know, right, and. One thing I also want to say, I mean, there's a couple things that I want to say, is um, that 
this movie is like not the greatest portrayal of autistic people. No. But I wonder if it was like some sort of cathartic exercise for John Travolta because his son, who allegedly oh, had autism, you mean allegedly? I don't think it was ever confirmed because, like you know, there's these elephants in the room that we're not discussing. That John Travolta is a Scientologist. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, Battlefield yeah. Earth was a very weird movie. Yeah. Yeah. And Phenomena also. That was also a Scientology based. Was it? Movie. That was a weird one. Yeah. And all oh, right, his son. I forgot about that too. Damn. And yeah. and I think I. I remember reading that, or Leah Remini was saying that, because she was big in Scientology and then she left, that he might not have been medicated properly due to some of Scientology's views. Mm. And and people thought that that was going to be his split around that time, but it never happened. Yeah. And people have been making comments about John Travolta's sexuality forever. Yeah. And and making fun of his hairline. And it's like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't... The sexual preference of famous people matters not to me. Same. I don't care. And, um... I don't know. I wonder if that was something that he was trying to do. And he also said that John Travolta said that working with John Tra- working with Fred Durst make sure we're still recording. We are. That's what this thing is. Okay. Um, that working with Fred Durst was one of his best experiences with the director. Oh, dope. That he just really got him. Mm-hmm. And but it's, you know, John Travolta was had a meteoric rise in the seventies, right? Saturday Night Fever was the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. And then he sort of went away. I mean, he was, he he stopped being super popular. Yeah. And then, and then he came back hard in Pulp Fiction with mm-hmm. Minton Marinmino, and then yeah. did a run. But he's sort of not been super popular lately, and like, or if he was, it was for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like Gotti, people did not mm-hmm. like that movie so much. Yeah. Um. So. You know, I don't know, but it was just it was so that was that was one thing that I was thinking that that I wonder if he was tapping into that. You know what that's I mean? That's a good. That's a good point. Uh, it could be. It could have been, and just in the same way where like what um, Sucker Punch could have been his Zack Snyder, given his personal stuff. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean that. I mean. Sucker Punch was made many years before the tragedy of his daughter no, committing no, I know. suicide. Yeah. But maybe it was him dealing with his daughter's depression. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I was saying. Yeah. Sucker Punch, I think, is a slept on movie. Mm. I don't know. I just like, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. He's a weird dude. I ran into someone on the street the other day wearing um, uh, Release the Zack Snyder Cut. <laughs> weird, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see. Yes, it was confirmed. It was speculation. Oh, Travolta did confirm that his son had autism. Mm-hmm. I wasn't because I wasn't sure. It was like one of those things where it's like. Yeah, I mean that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were you talking about? Shit, we're talking about a few things. Right. But, just John, oh, John John Travolta's kind of lack of pop, just popularity uh, for negative things in the last many years. <clears throat> so. And it's just like whatever, dude. Like also like your dudes. Oh yeah, sucker punch. Um, you know, like also maybe like when someone's child dies, like you know maybe. Like, leave him alone a Lay little off. bit. yeah. I hope that's something that I never have to know. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. so, like, everyone, everyone's like, oh, people that love Zack Snyder really love Zack Snyder. They do. And I'm hot and cold. So I thought, I thought Batman versus Superman, the Zack Snyder cut 
was was good. Mm-hmm. And so did I. I I I enjoyed the the uh, zombie movie he did, and I thought Sucker Punch was a really wait you, what zombie movie he did one of the. Living Dead movies. Oh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, that movie was great. Yeah. In, two, in 2004, yeah. Yeah. With, officially, so, uh, with with friend of the show, Sarah Polly. I took a nice selfie with it at Toronto. Um, yeah, I was joking. But yeah. Yeah, he's hot, he's, he's hot or cold. He's hot or cold. And I thought Sucker Punch was a really unique view of mental health. Mm-hmm. When you find... Yo, what's that movie? Sky Captain? In the, in the world of tomorrow. Whatever happened to that director? That movie was like visionary. Know. Yeah. People loved that movie when it came out. Yeah. Though to me it was like similar to like that that like sci-fi SS Hitler movie that came out a couple years ago. But what? What movie? Carry on. No, I mean I I've I don't really have much more to I I, I would this is a movie that I, I... The last thing I'll say on this is, like, I'd like more people to watch it, try to be unironic about it. Yeah. <clears throat> like, give it a serious chance, because there's, there, there's, there's some stuff there. Like, don't go into it smirking. Right out of the gate, at right. least. I feel like people gave the movie bad reviews without actually maybe seeing the movie. I, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Do you ever see Sky Captain in the world of tomorrow? So, no and yes. It was at the video store when I worked there for that year. So, it used to be on all the time. So, sure. But I never, like... I only watched it when it was, like, on at at the video store that I worked at. I never, like, took it home and watched it. It was, like, really trying to do those, like, 1930s movies, but in the future. And... Right. I don't... I remember thinking it was really visionary at the time but right now i can't remember anything about it Mm -hmm. and i don't think that director ever made another movie i'm sure they did i just don't know their name that'd be weird if that's the one like you know well did the dude that made american history x ever make another movie yeah he did that abortion movie all right he made two short movies after sky captain in the world tomorrow Oh, that's what I'm saying. Wow. Shit. So, that's that's weird to me. Well, I'd be interested. I'm interested to see what Fred Durst would do is going to do next. That's such a weird statement I just said. I never thought I would say something like that under any context. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, like this ironic, this ironic stuff sometimes really. Really annoys me. It's exhaust. It's always annoyed me because I don't know. I like knowing that people genuinely like something, and this whole hyperbolic, like you know, oh, it's so. Oh, this is this is so amazing, and it's like no, you actually don't think it's amazing. You think it's bad, and that's just how you're. But it's like, what do you actually like? I'm always interested in knowing what people like. Um. So. Yeah, like like Kung Fury. Yeah, that's kind of the pinnacle of that. Yeah. It's just like what are what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. But one one thing that also brought up stuff for me with the fanatic was like like stalker fanatic movies, mm-hmm. like like last week we were talking about Joker, yeah. which is like king of comedy. Yes. Or you remember that movie, The Fan? Of course, I remember. With uh, Wesley Snipes. That was uh, Tony Scott, I believe. It was a Scott brother. Okay. It wasn't Ridley. It was Tony Scott. Okay. It definitely had. It definitely had had, had that feel. Um, that was an interesting. Movie. I saw that movie a lot. That 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 that's a movie. It's very much a thriller. But I remember laughing when I was a kid. I used to watch that movie. I used to laugh at it a lot. Um, man, Wesley Snipes was the shit. He really was, yo. Damn, like sharing the bill with Robert De Niro, but I I don't know. Yeah, I mean he he did a lot of movies and. He, I mean, Blade, Blade. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, whatever, whatever happened to his, his career? Yeah. Well, I guess getting arrested didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he has very good clapbacks. Of course he does. And he's someone who could actually back up any, any of the tough talk for the most part. Yeah. You know. He's, he's. 
And he's not a bad actor. No. And White Men Can't Jump is yeah. a good movie. A lot, so, he's, a lot of his movies are good. He's made a lot of good movies. Yeah. And, um, yeah, did you, I, The Fan, where he plays this famous dude and Robert De Niro is obsessed with him. Yeah. When was the last time you saw that movie? Maybe college. I think it came on cable once when I was in college, so this would have been like 2000 or something like that, 2001. Obviously Misery, which we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Misery is a good movie. I, and, it, and, that, and that, much like Fred Durst with uh, The Fanatic, Misery is rooted in kind of a real Stephen King stalker. Stephen King's had a couple of stalkers in, in his lifetime. And Misery, doing that story at the time, that was his way of kind of working his way through dealing with this like woman who was like obsessed with him. And do you uh, know what Misery loves? Company. Yeah. Flow. I was wondering if you were going to go there... And you I did. can't not. Or like... Dance to the rhythm and rhyme the cold flow. Obviously, uh, oh, it's funny, I saw a Run DMC mural on the way here. Nice. Obviously... You are in Queens. Yeah. Show show favorite, uh, The Entrance. Yes. God, uh, God, that's such a good movie. And bringing it back, uh, that was Stephen King's favorite movie of 2012. Nice. Yeah, Patrick Corbett, Dallas Hollum's uh, Entrance. He loved that movie. Uh, the Incredibles, the first yes, one, yes, is about a fan who <clears throat> who just goes goes too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, play Misty for me. Yo, yeah. Yo, you know what? They just did a revival of last week at at um. What's that movie theater we've been to that we can get food? Alamo. Alamo. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. They showed Fear last week. Wow. Which is a, you know, obsessed movie. We're hitting ourselves on the chest like yeah. Mark Wahlberg for those wondering what that sound is. Yeah, I mean, of the of the scenes to imitate here, that that's the most appropriate. Let me in the fucking house. That wasn't even the one I was thinking. <laughs> Come on. Unsane, obviously. Yeah. Um, taxi driver. Yeah. Maniac. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just like think about like Princess Diana and paparazzi and yeah. the obsession. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I. If anything, my closing thoughts were earlier. Just like again, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll I'll repeat myself. Just give this movie give this movie a shot. There there, there there's something there. Yeah, just like, it's just fun to not be mired in what you think people should think. And Yes, that's and very true. I know every once in a while we'll stand for a movie and sometimes someone will watch it and be like, you know, I didn't like that so much. You know, Moscow Zero being one that I remember. But I'm glad yeah. people watch it because yeah. why not? Why sure. not? You know, there's so many movies on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or whatever mm-hmm. that you can watch. Take a chance. Have a good time. Yeah. Eat that piece of cake. Smoke some PCP. Go to the Bronx. Get high and do the running, man. Live your best life and do what you got to do. Do handstands while wearing shoes on your feet. Take a bunch of Velcro and go... Just do what you have to do. 